0: reach the entertainment hotline a chatter podcast
1: Listener celebs dial in to chat with Anita Annabelle, chatter.com.au and Media Week's Head of Entertainment Dial 1 for movie stars Dial 2 for streaming stars Dial 3 for TV stars Dial 4 for music stars or press 0 to speak with the star of the show herself
2: Anita Hello Hello and welcome to another episode of the Entertainment Hotline. I am your host and head of entertainment at Media Week and Chatter, Anita Annabelle. In this very exciting episode, I spoke to Charlotte Crosby from Binge's new series, Charlotte in Sunderland. The series will follow the famed reality star as she pursues her personal and professional dreams in her beloved hometown of Sunderland. She is accompanied by her boyfriend, Jake, and mum Letitia and will juggle the highs and lows of life, including the birth of her daughter Alba, her mum's breast cancer diagnosis, and the loss of her beloved Nan. It was an absolutely raw and emotional chat, so definitely get the tissues ready. Then, prior to the SAG after a strike, I was lucky enough to speak with Craig Robinson and Aussie actor Claudia O'Doherty from Stan's Killing It. The pair were doing the media rounds for the second season of their hit series, which is streaming now on Stan. The show is a comedy about class, capitalism, and one man's quest to achieve the American dream. In the second instalment, Craig, played by Craig Robinson, and Gillian, played by Claudio O'Doherty, explore the ethical challenges of running a business pushing them to question their moral boundaries and the lengths they'll go to to protect their dreams. So, without further ado, here is Charlotte Crosby, Craig Robinson and Claudia O'Doherty.
0: She falls asleep until, she she falls asleep at half one until half two. She's going, ah, oh. coughing, right? I've got a cough too, I've got I'm full of cold. And then she falls back asleep Wakes up at half three, screaming, coughing, and me and my mum are like, she's in the middle of me and mum. And we're like, oh, my God, what are we going to do, ma'am? She went, we're going to have to take out the doctors in the morning. I went, well, you're going to have to. I've got interviews. So then, half five, she's awake again. <laughs> and then I'm like, I have to get up in, like, an hour and a half. Oh, what am I going to do? Oh. In the other room. In like, an hour sleep, And then I woke up and I was like, I'm going to have to just get in the car with my pajamas on and go and get a coffee. So that's what I did.
1: You know what? This is so perfect, though. Let's talk about Charlotte in Sunderland because I'm actually so excited for this. Give us the elevator elevator. Give us the elevator pitch for the new show. Uh,
0: right. Okay. So I, when I went in to do this show, I, like I, I, I said, I literally said, this is going to be the most personal show that I've ever filmed. Like, obviously, everyone thinks that they've got to see a side of us. But that's like a kind of wild side, like the kind of side that had never settled down, had never like, it was a different stage in my life. So I thought this is going to be the show where I really show in depth this brand new stage of my life. And, and, And there's going to be no stones unturned. Now, at the end of filming, I sat back and I kind of thought, wow, I did not expect all of that to happen. Like when I said it was gonna be real, it was gonna be raw, it was gonna be, be emotional. My God, I literally did not even realize what was around the corner. This is this short, you are going to have to buy two thousand handkerchiefs because this is not handkerchiefs, tissues, sorry. <laughs> tissues, um, same thing, yep. <laughs> this is like it's just so it's sad it's really it's really sad it was it we filmed for a year and it covered the highest point of my life but also the lowest which mm. i never ever, ever would have thought would happen when filming a tv show but like we had we lost my nana mm. um and my, my mom got diagnosed with breast cancer and i had my little girl and throughout that year just the twists and the turns and the fact we were filming a TV show, it was like, I thought that this was going to be raw and personal and you were going to get a, a show that no one's ever seen before, but I never thought it would be that raw and personal. Like, this is, this is honestly, you have never seen this side of me before. Like, I got hit with some things that like, I never thought I'd be hit with in my whole entire life. I experienced a side of Charlotte Crosby that I didn't even know existed. Like, I went to the lowest of the low of all times in my life, and and I didn't even know that this side of us existed. So this is really, truly, like, something that nobody's seen before, and I don't think anyone's even prepared for what they're about to see.
1: Wow. That is, like, wow. Were there any moments know. when you were like, stop filming, I can't, I don't want this to be on camera?
0: No. No. We all knew that. We, we, we Listen, when my mum was diagnosed with, cam- with cancer, she told me about it when we weren't filming. We're Like we, we, we doing film every single day. And at that point, we had to let the crew know. Obviously, we'd had some devastating news and, Nobody was pressured into filming anything. This could have been something that didn't even be mentioned on the show. Me mum really, really wanted to cover it. She was so, like, so grateful that she went into a mammogram, which is what all women can get. Mm. And she told by the nurses that so many women miss their mammograms and she wanted to get the message out there of how important it is to go to your mammogram and if she had missed her mammogram then who knows what position she would have been in so she really 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 wanted the whole journey to be filmed to raise awareness for how important mammograms are and how life-saving they can be so like every so we all had the conversation about it and and we decided that it you know, these are things that happen in so many people's lives. And if someone can watch it and, and be helped by it or be like, shit, I've got my mammogram next week. That's just reminding us I've I've got to go. Like, so like all these things that happen that are so heartbreaking, it's like it's life and everyone can relate to it some way or another. So if, if someone can relate and think, fuck, I went through that, then I think it's an important thing to show
1: Oh my gosh, it is so, so, so important. And how's your mum doing now? Where is she at in the journey?
0: She is finished most of our treatment and we're awaiting her um final results she had it she had a, f- a, a, a next mammogram so we're awaiting like the results of to see whether it's the all clear so right now we're just awaiting results but we are still filming the second series too so we'll we'll cover that in the second series and hopefully she'll can ring the bell i don't know whether you, you do that in australia so when they someone, do in some
1: hospitals yeah
0: and uh, we ring the bell in england and it's like a really big moment so fingers crossed that that's going to be the case
1: as someone who has been, my sister had leukemia. So, as someone who's watched a very close loved one have cancer, um, look after yourself as well. I know that it is a lot about them, but but I have to just say, like, you've also got to look after you because it's it's a really big knock to you as well. Like, it'll be knock well, on effects.
0: We learned so much as a family. There's a there's a scene. There's a there's a part in. Um, the show where me, me and mum actually have a big argument and it's, it's awful. It's really, really awful. And I got a lot of backlash. If you watch it, you'll see the part that I'm talking about. And I think you learn a lot as a family going from mm. having someone through that. You have to learn that you can't just say, come on, let's try and be positive. That's not what they want to hear because in their situation, they cannot be positive. Like, it's they've just had the worst news of their life, and it's very hard to be positive. So, having someone who isn't going through that say, Come on, let's try and be positive is like the worst thing you can do. And we learned very quickly as a family that. But I was, I was like heavily pregnant when we found out the news, and uh, it was was just really hard. the whole, it was really hard. But listen, the show isn't all like hard times. Obviously, it covers the birth of my little girl, which is. The most. God, I think I'm going to cry. I think I'm actually going to cry. The best, the, the best thing that has ever That is the, the best. Oh, God, you you love it. It's so emotional. Like me and Jake actually sometimes just put it on just to cry because it is literally the most lovely. It's just, it's the best thing I, I could ever watch. Oh, honey. So the cameras were in the room with you? In the room, they were in the room. The <laughs> actual the cameraman actually saw Alba before I even saw her. <laughs> oh, no. I love I
1: love Alba's name because obviously named after your nan. That must be so special. Why was your nan so special to you?
0: Oh, she just was. She just she was like she she brought us up really. God, mm. so cry. Oh, I'm so sorry. You make <laughs> me cry. <laughs> Right, let's start talk what we know.
1: All right. She was very special to you and I'm and it's so beautiful that you've honoured her.
0: She's in the show a lot as well, which is really special.
1: Oh wow, before she passed. That's amazing. So much. Oh, she'll make this all happen for you. That's so exciting. And Jake was Jake completely on board from the beginning? Because I can't imagine that a lot of people would be like, Yep, let's do a reality show about my life.
0: Uh, no, he was—he was really nervous, and it's not that he's ever really wanted to do. But like Jake is like the most amazing person. Like honestly, I I say this to everyone. I, like honestly, I I feel awful saying this, but it's just the truth. Like my boyfriend is the best boyfriend in the world. Like I don't know. I I can't see there being another boyfriend who is better than mine, and I hate to say that because it sounds so nasty but I swear to you now he ticks every single box and he's not just the best boyfriend he is the best friend he is the best brother he is the best son he is the best son-in-law he like he is the best father like anyone who meets Jake wants them to be their best friend, wants them to be their son, wants them to be their boyfriend. Like I've had friends of mine saying, why isn't Jake my boyfriend? Like (laughs) he, quite frankly, the best person you could ever meet. And he's not just the best, like he's the best kind of person for anyone like he is the best i said that people will watch this and you'll have people wishing that they were they were jake's best friend they were jake's brother they were jake's <laughs> mom they were boyfriend like they were jake's cousin because he is the best and he is he wasn't like he wasn't born for tv but he's so fucking good at it because he's just He's just dead open and he wears his heart on his sleeve and he reminds us very much of me. And like, you'll get such a shock because basically all we do on the first series is cry together and he's really open with his emotions and he's a big crier. And because we are having a baby, I think it unlocked a lot of emotions in him. But everyone is going to fall in love with Jake. I'm going to have to be careful next time I bring him to Australia because I feel like people will try and steal him from us. I love that. I'm so happy for you. That is, imagine, like, your life 10 years ago
1: to now. Like, can you even believe? I I know. It's so crazy, the difference. Do you have any, like, if you could do your career over again, would you change anything?
0: I can't. I can't. I can't change anything because it wouldn't lead us to where I am, and that's what I need to remember.
1: Yeah, see, no regrets. I love it. Mm -hmm. And do you think Alba's going to follow in your footsteps, or will you let her follow in your footsteps on social media and TV?
0: Alba is going to be so talented. She is going to be the biggest star right the world has ever seen. I I didn't have a single hobby when I was younger, right? I didn't do like gymnastics or dance or I don't think I would have been any good at dance, really. But, like, <laughs> I am competitive. And, and I do truly believe that if, my, like, my mum, not that she was lazy or anything, just wasn't really, like, no one really went into clubs or stuff when they were younger because none of our mums had any money to put us in clubs. So, like, I believe if we had a bit more money and I went into a club and did something, I would have been a superstar. Nice. truly believe that but we had no money we had absolutely no money now i am going to put albert in every club there is she's learning piano she's going to singing lessons she's starting gymnastics she is going to be a superstar because she's got mine and jake's jeans and we are driven we are so driven to be successful so i think a mixture because jake i've never met anyone like jake i always said my next boyfriend cannot be a fucking bum like all the rest. Like literally just riding off the back of me. that They cannot do that. I met Jake and he, he was a businessman. He had like three or four of his own businesses going on. And as well as them businesses, he was still driven. He wanted more. He wanted more. And it was so much like me. And I think Alba is a combination of me and Jake. She is going to be dangerous. She is a triple threat. Like, she is a full-on triple threat.
1: Is she already walking? I feel like she's she's close to walking. How
0: old is she, nine months? She's 10, and she's, she's kind of, a couple of times, she's going like to let go yeah. of something and stuff on for a little while.
1: Yeah, I can see that. That's amazing. Oh, this has been so awesome. It's gone so quickly. I don't want to leave. But if there's anything that we can be excited for next season, what's kind of going on right now that we can kind of be excited for after season one?
0: I literally have been so busy with different work things. Obviously, uh, Charlotte and Sonnen follows a lot of the business side of stuff, Pepper Pepper Girls Club. Which is Um, exciting, yeah. Very exciting. I think the next series, it shows a lot of motherhood and, like, like me being a mum and Jake being a dad and um, we've obviously got like hopefully seen I'm, I'm going to say we're going to see my mum ring the bells which is going to be a momentous moment but I really don't know because we're still filming I don't know what's to come so it might surprisingly not. I'm hoping that maybe Jake proposes but I mean <laughs> I won't get me hopes up for that Anita <laughs>
1: it has been so nice to chat again thank you so much oh, I it's so you. good to see you thank you Hey guys! Oh hello, hello for Australia! <laughs> Aussie, Aussie, Aussie! <laughs> oh my gosh, you know that?
3: Uh, Australia, oh, let us rejoice for we are young and free. <laughs>
1: this is wow, the best amazing. start to my morning. That was unreal. It's seven thirty in the morning. So hello Very from Australia nice, in the morning. I'm in Sydney. Oh, what street are you on? <laughs> I'm in Bellevue Hill. Oh, ooh. Mm. Mm. Ooh, <laughs> Okay. Forest person here, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm so excited to talk to you this morning, especially Gillian. Hi, Gillian, from the <laughs> Australian. So ex- no, Craig, I love you too. But let's talk about <laughs> <laughs> no, I,
3: get it. I, know. I, I totally get you it you get
1: it you get it look it's so nice to see an australian representing in the u.s it's so fabulous you know uh, but let's talk about killing it season two it ended on such a cliffhanger season one so what can we be excited about for season two
3: uh, there, Craig and Jillian experienced some success and in, and uh, in opening their farm. They're very excited. They got the, the the first harvest about to get paid, and then uh, life takes a turn and another one and another one and another one and another one. So uh, then that you know they'll be looking for season three.
1: That is so cool.
4: Season three already. I love. Yeah, fingers crossed
1: putting it out to the universe man putting it out to the universe but what I love about your characters is they've really evolved over time so you've had this uber passenger relationship and then all of a sudden (laughs) you guys are really really good friends and I love that why do you think this partnership works I think it's because we
4: have mad chemistry on screen and so that's just like really great to watch
3: and, and you, you know, these are at their core very nice people, and you know, just looking for love like anybody else in the world, and they find it in each other, and uh, you know, in different ways. And uh, you know, so it's uh, that's that's I think that's why.
1: Actually, so nice, <laughs> isn't that the most nice sentiment? So yeah. joyful,
0: it's so joyful,
1: It's joyful. It is. And speaking of nice, Claudia, showrunners Dan and Luke called Craig the most likable man in the world during an interview for season one.
4: What comments do you have on this? I wish I could concur. No, of course, it's true. He's like likable. He's a star of the show and he's not like a crazy uh, maniac, which is really odd. Often people are often people in Craig's high position are like, you know, kind of weird, but he's actually a really nice person who makes everyone around him funnier. And it rules. Oh, I love that.
1: Craig, what about you for Claudia?
3: I love her. She's uh, (laughs) amazing. She's her comedy, her awareness, of uh, the situation and herself and of her partners is uh, her timing, you know, it's, it's, it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's refreshing to behold every day.
1: Oh, that's so nice. Guys, there's so much love here. Imagine if you turned around and said, no, we hate each other. No. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Now, cra- it would be, be awful. Now, It would be awful. It would be funny. That's why I'm saying it. Craig, your character, I mean, is called Craig, but really gets the short straw throughout the entire series. So, like you said, there's just twists and turns constantly, constantly, constantly. How did you develop this role and how much of yourself do you see in this character?
3: Uh, He's not as scary. I mean... Don't get me wrong. I get scared of stuff, but you know, he's, he's not as scary as he comes off. Sometimes i see him as a little like, dude, come on, stand up for yourself. Um, but uh, I do like his resilience and he, he, he's not a quitter. And I, I definitely see that part of me, uh, unless I just have to give up, but, um, <laughs> and, and as I develop him, it's, uh, it's really, you know, it's the writers and, and, and it's a, such a collaboration. You know, they put it out there and then I just, you know, live it as they wrote it. Uh, you know, Dan and Luke you know, and the rest of the squad. So, so, and I, and most of the time I don't know where it's going. Even before, you know, when I, even the show was pitched to me, I didn't, I didn't see this. So I'm, I'm always pleasantly surprised, uh, whatever twist and turn they throw my way.
1: I love and Even you handle great. it with such grace. Yeah.
3: Thank you.
1: <laughs> You're welcome. Claudia, what about you? Juline is such a quirky character. She's so she's so, so funny. As you can see, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see yourself in her at all?
4: We have some similarities in that, you know, I've spent time with no money as well, but I also never had to sleep in a billboard trailer. And that's really pretty great news for me. Um Congratulations. And, that's know, a big flex. Like, yep. We're both, you know, we can come across as very friendly, but ultimately I'm probably a bit less friendly than Jillian in, in real life, just because she's like weirdly friendly, maybe. She could stand to be a bit less friendly, right? Yeah. And what's the? We have the same accent. We both have um, visa <laughs> problems sometimes. <laughs> both have brown hair. There's a lot of
3: me in her.
1: Wow, the similarities are so endless. I can't believe <laughs> it's yeah. crazy.
3: Hey, I have, wait. go to the same High School. Something.
4: What school did you go to? Kalara High School. I didn't go to Kawara High School. Okay. Oh, where did you go? Skake's Darlinghurst. Stop it. I will not. Stop.
1: I think we know this we know someone's the same actually. <laughs> my neighbor. Oh my do god. Know, do you know Tess Daisley?
4: I don't. Oh,
3: Tess Daisley.
1: <laughs> Tess, you D- come on Tess Daisley. Oh my god.
3: <laughs> Shout out Tess Daisley.
1: <laughs> oh my god, she's going to die. This is like that's that's going to make her world. But let's talk about other things in Australia. There are so many snakes here, so many snakes. As you would know, Gillian. Jill- uh, I just called you Gillian, Claudia, coming from Australia. I mean, we don't have them in the city and you don't have them in Skegg's Darlinghurst, but there are so many snakes here. They play such a huge role in this show. How do they make them so realistic and are either of you afraid of them?
4: Neither of us are afraid. Ah. Oh. Craig used to be afraid of snakes.
3: Yeah, I was misled by Raiders of the Lost Ark and the Bible. But uh, now, yeah, now that I've, I've touched on them and, and had them around my neck and stuff, they 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 feel great. It's almost like a, a massage when they squeeze around you. It's dangerous, but
4: once I, time I was in school, primary school, they brought a python in and we to hold, and it did wrap around my neck, and they had to like pull it off. But anyway, I'm not scared of them.
1: <laughs> that sounds like such an Australian story. I can't wow. even believe that is hilarious, guys. Thank you so much for chatting to me today. I'm sure. I'm sure we've seen each other around, Claudia. I'm sure.
3: i to run into you. Thank you. Thank you for being <laughs> the welcome. Craig,
1: uh, bye, Australia. Thank you, bye. Bye.
3: Thanks for calling the Entertainment
4: Hotline with Anita Annabelle. You can find us on Instagram at the entertainment underscore hotline pod or visit us at chatter.com.au. The Entertainment
1: Hotline with Anita Annabelle is a proud chatter podcast.